Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Welcome, friends. How are you arriving to this podcast today? What do you notice in your mind, in your body, in your emotions, in your spirit, in your relationships, in your circumstances? I want to invite you now to do a centering and regulating exercise with me. If you're able, I'd love for you to sit down and get comfortable. And I want you to take your hands and put them palm face down on your knees. And just begin to tap lightly back and forth, right, left, right, left. And whatever beat and rhythm feels good to you, not too slow, not too fast, what feels just right. Now, if you're driving, please don't do that, (laughs) but you can do it on your steering wheel if you want, right, left, right, left. It may not be quite as regulating, but it might be a little bit helpful. And just feel the rhythm in your body as you tap back and forth. Breathe in. Breathe out. And tap. What do you notice? You might notice nothing, and that is perfectly fine. You might notice that your body is starting to feel a little calmer, a little more regulated. Sometimes tapping back and forth like that helps our brain focus and take in information a little more clearly. So if it feels good to you, keep going. All the way through the podcast if you want to. Whenever you get tired, you can stop. Well, friends, over the summer, I asked my podcast audience on social media, what are some topics that you would want me to cover this year on the podcast? And I got some really great and helpful feedback, which I've stored away, and you'll be hearing those topics coming up in the coming weeks and months. But the number one thing that I heard was to continue the conversation about burnout and recovery. So friends, this year on the Soul Care Reflection episodes, you're going to see a theme of resilience, renewal, and recovery. And we're going to begin that ongoing conversation about resilience on today's episode. But I want to begin that conversation with a story. Over the summer, as I turned 40, I decided it'd be really fun to take our whole family and go to a theme park together. So we chose to go to Carowinds, which is right on the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. And that particular theme park has a water park section, which my kids just thought was the best. My seven-year-old particularly loved one slide that was made more for kids. It was made with like a double tube that would go down a little water slide and you could either take a sibling or a friend 
or a parent. So he took my husband with him quite a few times. I think he took one of his brothers a few times. And then he begged me, Mom, will you please go on this with me? So eventually I gave in and I said, sure, honey, I'll get on it with you. So we waited at the end of the pool for a tube to come open, and then we got in line. Before us in line were two little boys. I'm going to say they were probably around the ages of six and four. And I heard their mom pull them aside as we were getting into line and say to the older one, Honey, your little brother has waited all day for the rides that you wanted to go on. It's the least you can do to take him on this one. I know that you can do this, and I want you to have a good attitude. I don't want to hear any complaining. Remember all the rides that he did with you today. You can do this one with him. And then she left them, and they were in line by themselves in front of us. Behind us in line was a little girl in what looked to be her grandmother, and this woman carried a regal presence. Have you ever seen someone that carries themselves like a queen, like you just know that they know their worth? This woman had that kind of presence. So I'm standing in line with my seven-year-old and the two little boys in front of us are bickering back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, as brothers often do, but it's getting meaner and meaner. And then eventually they start breaking out into punching and shoving. And I kind of looked around for the mom or like, is anyone else noticing this? But it looked to me like the lady behind me wasn't really paying attention and So I felt like I needed to do something. So I did the first thing that came to mind. And I said, boys, do I need to go get your mom? And they looked at me surprised and they said, no, no. And then the older one said, we just don't like each other very much. He's always mean to me. And the little one said, I don't like him. He's always mean to me. And I said, well, listen, I have a bunch of boys and I know how brothers are and how it's hard to get along, but we cannot be fighting like that. We don't need to hit each other. And I hoped that that would be the end of it. But a couple minutes later, I saw them start in on each other again. They were getting meaner and meaner and saying really hateful things to each other. And then they began to push each other and shove each other in line. And while I'm trying to figure out what to do, I hear a very strong, firm, and loving voice behind me say, Boys, we do not hit each other. Jesus loves us. Jesus does not want us to hit each other. He wants us to love each other. They looked surprised, and I turned surprised to the lady behind us who was speaking to them. And they looked caught in the act. And they said, but we don't love each other. We hate each other. And the other one said, yeah, we hate each other. We don't like each other at all. He's mean. And the other one said, yeah, he's mean. And she said, oh, no, Jesus loves us, boys. And he wants us to love each other, not hate. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know how much of that really sunk into those little boys' minds, but it sunk into mine. I think I needed that reminder. And I turned around to her a minute later and I said, thank you. I'm really glad you spoke up. Because in that moment, what I tried to do was the first thing I knew, and that was basically behavior modification. (laughs) You're doing what's wrong. I'm going to go to an outside source and make sure that you're going to take care of yourselves, and here's what you need to do to act better. But that doesn't really get to the heart of it, does it? That other lady, she got to the heart of it. Not what you needed to do better, but the reason why you need to do better. The reason why you need to do better is because Jesus first loved you. What in the world does that have to do with resilience? I'm sure you're wondering right about now, or maybe you forgot that that's how I started this conversation because I've gone off on a long tangent. 
let me bring you back to, in my mind, how those two things relate. Because in a world full of self-care tips, mental health tips, body care tips, I think sometimes we forget the heart of the matter. And that is that the Holy Spirit is the only one who can completely renew us. Don't get me wrong. I'm a counselor. I love mental health tips. I love understanding how the brain works. I love caring for our bodies. I love caring for our relationships. I'm all about taking care of all those things. And as you continue to listen to the podcast, you'll hear me talk about those things quite often. And those things are a piece of resilience and are a piece of renewal. But before we talk about any of those things, it's important for us to remember that the Lord made us in his own image And in John 15, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Abide in me and I in you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. All the self-care tips in the world will not help if your branch is withering because it's not attached to the vine. The Lord is the river of life. If our souls are feeling dry and weary, there's no amount of self-care tips that are going to fill that well. But the river of life, will fill that well. He promises to do so. So that is our starting point, friends. And that is the point I want us to keep coming back to over and over and over and over. In abiding, we find our resilience. In being rooted, we find our strength. As we become established and we're spending time with the one who created us, who breathed life into our mortal bodies, we will find our renewal. So in the coming season, as we're talking about soul care tips and caring for all the parts of ourselves, I want us to remember that that is the basis, the foundation of it all, that we must go to the author of life to be refilled with life. And on that note, As you prepare for what comes next in your day, I want to leave you with a benediction from Ephesians 3. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That, friends, is true resilience. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus. Thank you.